around the globe, it's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Robert and Mary Carey and Rudy Maxa on the SSI Radio Network. Let's buckle up as the show begins. with the show anytime at rmworldtravel.com or on social media at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. All right, let's get right back to it. Welcome aboard Hour 2 of America's number one travel radio show. It is just past 11 a.m. Eastern Time. It is Saturday, August 5th here in the New York City area. And as I said last hour, Mary and I are happy to be back from our 16 days of travel to Portugal. Thank you for all of you for all of your comments that you were sending in to us. Really enjoyed that. Uh, and as we get back to talking everything and anything in the world of travel, well, we're going to begin by com- putting together this National Communal Forum portion of the show that we enjoy doing. For 176 weeks now, we've been deploying our national network in reverse fashion. I know, Mary, you laugh because yeah, I like I to, do, I like to say I do, because you I'm love counting it. out these weeks. <laughs> you know, but listen, why do we do it? We do it to get real-time reports from locals on an array of topics you're just not going to hear about elsewhere with all the agendas in the national media. It's our way to engage locally the 525 weekly affiliates airing the show nationwide and spotlight communities where the program is heard. Because of their support, we're able to reach you each week. So we've got three guests waiting from our affiliates. Mary, who are they? We do. Let's welcome Andrew Rogers, morning host and program director at our Colorado Springs affiliates, AM 1240 and FM 105.5 and 92.5 KRDO Radio. We have Kevin Self, Operations Manager at our Muscle Shoals, Alabama affiliates, AM 1590 and FM 96.7 WVNA, that's the Huntsville DMA, and from Charleston, West Virginia and our affiliates, AM 580 and FM 96.5 and 104.5 WCHS Radio. We have Program Director and Show Host, Dale Cooper. We also like to make you say all these call letters. Yes, Every week. <laughs> Listen, good morning, everybody. Welcome aboard. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Hi, all. Nice Thank to you. hear all of you today. Andrew, we're going to start in Colorado Springs, work our way back across the country here. Uh, clearly, you know, five days a week isn't enough to have you on KRDO, as we need you here for the NCF today, so thank you. Uh, Colorado Springs, listen, a beautiful part of your state. You know, for folks listening around the country, if they don't know where you are, you're about 75 to 90-minute drive south of Denver. You've got all those big ski areas to your northwest. Your area, though, offers so much to travelers. Your stations have been aligned with us, I think, since June of 2011, so thank you for that. Uh, give us what's the good word from Colorado Springs on this August 5th uh, that you can share with us. Well, we've got a lot going on. Uh, of course, we've got our beautiful nature, a lot of trails, uh, really races, trails going on all over the place. Also, we're the home to the Olympic and Paralympic Museum. Now that we're less than 100 days out, a lot of events, getting ready to uh, kind of get in the spirit, cheering on Team USA over in Paris next summer. Well, we, with that, that's terrific. And you do. You've got that. But listen, you've got the Air Force there. You've got the Broadmoor Hotel. You've got that area. great uh, what, train that goes up. you got a lot going. Colorado Springs, folks, it's a place you got to go if you haven't been there. Yeah, there's a lot going on. There's going to be a big race along like, the side of Pikes Peak. A lot of our trail systems coming up in September called the Pikes Peak Apex. Fantastic. We've got the uh, big Labor Day liftoff coming up, obviously, Labor Day weekend, one of the uh, – bigger balloon festivals you know outside of albuquerque coming here there's a lot to go on and i mean really it's a beautiful place we've got more than 300 days of sunshine it's gorgeous here in colorado springs year round i love hearing that well thank you for that report so let's move to alabama we have kevin and thank you for your affiliation since july of 2012 so this is muscle shoals uh, approximately 30 miles 
south of Tennessee. I just want to set the scene for everyone listening in case you don't know where it is. Approximately 20 miles east of Mississippi. Kevin, one of my favorite things about these NCF segments with our affiliates is they give us a really good opportunity, I think, to share a little bit more about our country and really kind of dig into some hidden gems we may not know about. And in what I think you guys refer to as shoals, you don't call it muscle shoals. Is that right? Shoals? That's yeah, that's yeah. correct. The Shoals right. is actually made up of four cities. It's Florence, Muscle Shoals, Sheffield, mm-hmm. and Tuscumbia, and we call it collectively the Shoals. Okay, great. So you have a music sound studio that is open for tours. I checked before the show, and I'd like you to share how historic it is and give us some details. Muscle Shoals has got the nickname of the hit recording capital of the world. And if you were a pop music fan in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, and even up until today, you will recognize some of the artists that have recorded in our small town, our little corner of Alabama. Aretha Franklin, Bob Seger, the Rolling Stones, uh, Shenandoah, Luke Bryan. I could just go on and on. Huge hit records. Uh, The Rolling Stones recorded an album here called uh, Wild Horses. It had Brown Sugar, Wild Horses, and some other hits on it. And that's just a touch, just a touch. You can go to YouTube and look up Muscle Shoals, the documentary, and you will find one of the most fascinating music documentaries ever. I promise you won't be able to stop watching. Well, Dan, See, I, so interesting. I, I love hearing that, love Kevin. Uh, absolutely. And I know Mary, you know, uh, Bob and Valerie and our team, they're going to love We have a lot of music. music. Exactly. Uh, yeah, fans so, Dale, I do want to talk, and we're going we're gonna to come back to all of you uh, in a moment. But, Dale, I want to go to you. You've got the Blowtorch Station there in West Virginia. You've been with us since January of 2017, WCHS. So thank you for that. But I, I've got two areas I want to go with you. One, you know, as the political season gains steam, we're watching as Governor Jim Justice takes on Joe Manchin for the U.S. Senate seat. I want to know if you're feeling good that the current governor will replace your previous governor and maybe help flip the Senate to the Republicans next November. You also got the West Virginia State Fair coming August 10th through the 19th. So starting this Thursday in Lewisburg, Mary and I have been there. So where do you want to go? Yeah, we can start at the State Fair. And of course, the State Fair is a, a wonderful thing that's in West Virginia. It's the 98th annual this year that starts on Thursday coming up this week. And it, it follows a typical fair type of, uh, of a mentality. So you have a bunch of events that take place during the day. The West Virginia State Fair is no different from that, but they do have things that are quite interesting, like they have a calf birthing area. So there's going to be pregnant cows there. You can go and watch that. It's part of an educational program that they do. They also have uh, food vendors there, which, of course, every state fair does. But there's been food vendors that's been with the West Virginia State Fair uh, since its inception. It's, been, it's known as the uh, West Virginia Fried Food Capital of the World. And uh, Ben Ellen Donuts and Trudy's Dairy World has been there since the 50s when, uh, when the uh, fair was really in its, uh, in its heyday. And then the end of the, each day at the fair is you have all this great food, things with animals, race clubs are in there, um, all the free rods with the carnivals and things that come through. And then there's these huge concerts every night. So just to give an idea of how those things open up on August 10th, that's to open things up. And you might think, West Virginia, well, what are they going to get in here? It's going to be a bunch of country artists. Yes, there's going to be tons of that. But also, Young Gravy opens up on Thursday night. And then on Friday, uh, on the 11th, the first night, it's going to be Nelly. Nelly's going to be there. And those are the first yeah. two nights. The thing closes down on the 18th and 19th with Whiskey Myers, who's a huge, um, a huge performer that's going to be there on, uh, on Friday night. And then Saturday night on the 19th to close it down. It's going to be ludicrous. And, and oh, so wow. it's a diversity it. of artists. It's a diversity of yeah. people from across uh, the country. About 150 to 200,000 people come through every year. It's amazing. All Big right. headliner. So, yeah. right, and, and just a quick answer: uh, Do you think that the uh, the battle here between the governors is it going to uh, is it starting yeah. to heat up already? 
Oh man, uh, you know, in radio, that's uh, that's where all the super packs come. So yeah, it's starting to heat up already. <laughs> all right, it is. All right, so uh, Mary, uh, well, listen. All right, so guys, here's what we're going to ask you: got new polls that that are up right now on the poll, really quick. So Dale, Kevin, then Andrew, have you traveled more or less this summer than in 2022? Dale, um, uh, for me, I'm a, I'm a relatively uh, older guy with a young daughter. We've traveled a lot within the state, doing things here locally. But as far as what my wife and I used to do with getting out of the state, not as much this year. Okay. All right, Kevin. A little bit more this year. We've spent a couple of uh, long weeks in Orange Beach, Alabama. We've got some of the most beautiful beaches in Alabama. That's a great area down there as well. Andrew, real quick before I hit the break. Yeah, with uh, very two young kids, probably less than last year, but looking to get back up next year. All right. Well, guys, thank you very much for being a part of our show today. Appreciate the affiliations. Enjoy the weekend, okay? Folks, after this quick sponsors break, Julie Boatman from Flying Magazine will join us for the personal connection. Keep those radios locked in. We're back in 180 seconds. As we take a brief sponsor's break, now's a good time to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. Hilton Grand Vacations provides a premier travel experience that will surpass your expectations. With more than 150 resorts, they provide spacious, upscale accommodations with home-like features and resort-style amenities. You can also convert membership points into Hilton Honor Points for stays at thousands of Hilton hotels worldwide or for air travel, car rentals, and more. Wherever travel takes you, you'll always feel at home with Hilton Grand Vacations because your stay will feel more like a home than a hotel room. Find more info at HiltonGrandVacations.com or RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors. Oceans take you to countries, but rivers take you through them, right to the heart of where grand cities were born. Immerse yourself in the culture and cuisine of these cities and explore river cruising with AMA Waterways. On cruises to Europe or the Nile River, you can choose a complimentary land package pre- or post-cruise. Each land package includes stays at world-class hotels, guided excursions, daily breakfasts, cruise managers throughout your journey, and more. Just contact your preferred travel advisor or visit amawaterways.com, or you can always find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Looking for Peace of mind when it comes to your car's performance. We'll look no further than our friends at CarShield. With plans for every budget, CarShield offers protection plans that cover more parts than ever before, whether your car has 5,000 miles or 150,000 miles. Plus, they offer plans that come with roadside assistance 24-7, courtesy towing and rental car options. Call CarShield today at 800-451-7776 to save 20%. That's 800-451-7776 or visit carshield.com slash carry to save 20% today or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. North America's longest-running tour operator, Colette, well, they've been taking travelers around the world since 1918. This family-owned company offers tours across all seven continents with expertly planned trips that blend must-see sites with ample free time in their destinations. All tours include a tour manager, terrific accommodations, great meals, transportation, and more. In short, they take care of all the details for you, making Colette a travel company you can trust. Visit Colette.com for more info and to book all the exciting travel adventures, or you know what to do, folks. Just go to rmworldtravel.com, look under sponsors, you'll find a direct link. rmworldtravel.com is your place for show archives, travel news, sponsor links, and so much more. You can also connect with Robert and Mary and the RM World Travel Show team. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. As we move on from the latest NCF, Mary and I are transitioning into today's personal connection, and we're sponsored by travelguard.com. And whether your next adventure is a long or short getaway, international or domestic, do it with travelguard.com. Because bad weather, flight delays, and cancellations could be on the horizon. They could. It's the way 
way we travel, folks. Packing a travel guard insurance plan, it, listen, it's simply a smart thing to do. It covers so many things that could impact your travels, including medical expenses and evacuations, lost or delayed baggage, trip cancellations, interruptions and delays, work-related cancellations. We're talking translation services they offer, prescription replacement, roadside assistance, passport or ticket replacement. You're going to have someone available to you 24-7 and a lot more. So go to TravelGuard.com slash carry, get the coverage you should have, or check out rmworldtravel.com. Look under sponsors. All right. We've talked with our next guest on the show, the editor-in-chief of Flying Magazine, multiple times over the years and discussed various aviation topics. But we asked her back today for our personal connection segment to share her own story of flying across the Atlantic as a co-pilot to a ferry pilot and how important this trip was for her. I'll leave it there as we're joined by Julie Boatman on that show hotline. Good morning, Julie. Nice to have you back aboard with us today. Good morning. It's great to be back. All right, listen, after last week's show from Portugal, Mary and I headed to the airport in Lisbon. We flew on to London, and eventually we trekked our way across the pond back to JFK here in New York. I was thinking about you during the London to JFK portion of the flight, Julie, knowing you'd be on the show again with us today. I want you to to talk about this because you had a much different Atlantic crossing to deliver a plane. So set the scene for everyone listening about your adventure. Sure. So this all transpired because I sit in a very fortunate position uh, in my role with Flying Magazine, and that is I get the opportunity to fly uh, new aircraft routinely as part of my job. And we're always looking for different angles to take on a story. And talking over with um, some of the friends that I've made at uh, an aircraft manufacturer called Dallier, which is uh, based in France but also in the United States, and talking with them, um, they had proposed to me a different kind of angle to take on a story on their latest single-engine turboprop model, which at the time was the TBM 940. They've since advanced the model, but um, but uh, this was back in um, 2021 in the fall. So we were talking that through, and they proposed that I come over to France and make a delivery flight with one of their... Uh, longest time and most legendary ferry pilots, Margaret Waltz. And needless to say, I jumped at the opportunity to do all of those things. So it sounds like part of the reason you jumped at the opportunity, in addition to getting like an interesting story for the magazine, was also the type of aircraft. Talk a little bit about the aircraft itself, but also I'm curious uh, to know, I think you started in France and you went up a northern Atlantic route. Talk a little bit about the route as well. Sure. Yeah. So um, the TBM 940 is, as I said, it's a single engine turboprop. It weighs about 7,500 pounds um, for our readers who are not necessarily technical. Um, And it cruises uh, up between, typically between 25,000 and uh, 31,000 feet. So Mm, it flies not quite as high Mm -hmm. as, uh, as a transport category jet that you might routinely cross on the airlines, um, but and it flies pretty fast, um, about uh, 330 knots um, over the ground, and it, uh, it has about, well, let's say about five hours of endurance at that speed. So it's, um, it's a very capable airplane. Um, the engine that it flies behind is a Pratt & Whitney uh, PT-6 series engine. Uh, that is extremely reliable. It's celebrating like a billion hours of, of time <laughs> in service. So um, to be able to be in the front seat, um, and to be clear, I was in the right seat. Um, Margaret was flying in the, the left co-pilot. seat as the pilot in command right. of the flight. 
Um, but you- we spent about 15 hours on the crossing, and mm-hmm. that took us from Tarbes in France, in southwestern France, where uh, the Thaïs, um main aircraft production is based on the TDM, and took that from um, Tarbes up to Wick in Scotland, so the very northernmost part um, at John O'Groats Airport, which I think is like one of the best names for an airport ever. <laughs> um, then we went over to Iceland, to Reykjavik. Mm-hmm. We spent the night. So that was day one. Um, we spent the night, and then we got up at that time of year, you know, November. The sun doesn't rise until about 9.30 or almost 10 o'clock in the morning um, in, in Reykjavik. So we got up, you know, about 8.30 and uh, went out to the airplane. It was very cold. Um at that point, and took off for um, a Qualowit in the what was the Northwest ter- Territories, so is now on um, Nunavut um, territory, and fueled up. And then we went to Bangor in Maine and uh, cleared customs there. Well, and, and final well, stop. Now, now let's Groton, talk about that because I, I, I just want for folks. So as they are seeing, <laughs> you know, you're dotting your way across the Atlantic, yeah. if you will, but. The final stop was in Bangor, Maine. And then from there, I know you came in over Cape Cod into Boston's airspace. I say that because mm-hmm. it was a good read when I saw the article, because uh, you clearly enjoyed the final descent. So talk about that, because ultimately you wound up in Connecticut. Yes. Yes. So, you know, by necessity, we have to clear in, in Bangor um, to make sure that, you know, all the paperwork is proper on the airplane and and uh, we're not bringing in too much uh, illegal cheese or, or what have you. Um, and then we come came down the coast, and actually the shortest uh, segment of the flight was uh, from Bangor to Groton, Connecticut. Um, but they route you out over the water, um, typically. And so that, that turned us inbound as we were coming um, and lining up to, uh, to come into Groton. Uh, we were heading towards the sunset, and we were literally catching the last light of the day. And it had been a long day. It had been the day when I'd started in Iceland, <laughs> and uh, we were landing in Connecticut. And the sun was just making the cockpit glow, and we we negotiated with uh, Boston Center, and um, she showed me an emergency descent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. That's the part I wanted oh, to see, say. See, yeah. now, hang see. on. So as somebody who, yeah. that would freak me out because I'm not a pilot, yeah, this Julie is something, it. Julie, that when I read how you wrote about this in the magazine, you lit up in your words, and you're lighting up right now I, I in the interview. It. So for you, this right. was fabulous, right? Right, because <laughs> it's, it's an extremely efficient way of flying, right? You know, the airplane is most efficient in cruise at higher altitude, but then, you know, you have to come down and land. And to be able, and the, the way that this airplane is, is, is manufactured and the way it's coupled, um, it, it is able to descend um, very rapidly, but very, very smoothly, very, in a, a very stable fashion. Um, you, you rarely uh, would, um, I guess, you know, you, you wouldn't necessarily do this 
as a matter of course, but, but we you, wanted to demonstrate, you know, the outside of the envelope. Correct. So, you got yeah. to experience we got the... We know that we were going to be coming down, you know, at 5,000 foot per minute oh my over the water, and so they wouldn't be, you know... Julie, I'm loving hearing uh, this. Julie. I'm going to just tell you, I this is, we were going to connect hopefully on this uh, for, for aviation. So we talk about Iceland. I was in Iceland. I did a helicopter on a, on a Bell 407, and the pilot, mm-hmm. I had gone out to the Blue Lagoon. I was flying back into the city. And I basically, I asked the pilot, uh, Captain Egger, who we had at the time, I said, you know, I want to really see what this machine can do. So he said, you know, you want to go rogue. I said, yeah, okay, I guess. And he literally turned the helicopter almost on a 45 degree angle to the right, turned it back to the left at a 45 degree angle. He asked me what I had for lunch. And when I asked why, he literally hit the thrusters on that uh, helicopter. And we went flying, literally charging (laughs) towards the city of Reykjavik. It's an experience I'll never forget. And it sounds like that descent that you had, you really appreciate what the aircraft can do. Yes, exactly. Um, And, uh, you know, this this model is is the the type certificate was originally issued um, coming up. Uh, I mean, make sure I'm doing my math okay for the listeners out there who know about 35 years ago, um, it started in development, an earlier version of it. Um, so it's it's a very uh, well-proven. Well, I have the plane up here again, again, you know, the TBM 940. It is a beautiful uh, aircraft. It is. We can see I, that I, here. It is. Julie, it goes by quickly yeah. in the show. Folks, listen, you want more information, you want to go see the story itself, just go to Flying Magazine. You can, you know, Flying Magazine, uh, you can check that out, Google it, you'll find it. Or just connect with Julie yourself on Twitter. It's just Julie in the Sky on Twitter. So, Julie, I uh, really appreciate it. I'm so glad you had the experience and were able to share it with us today on the show. Have a nice weekend, okay? You too. Always great to talk with you. You as well, Julie. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, there goes Julie Boatman, folks. Right now, we need to pause for some important sponsor messages. At the bottom of the hour break, Rudy's up next with the right stuff. Arge is coming right behind him with the open road and the review of the Dodge Durango SRT Hellcat. There's still a museum gallery to go this hour as well. Stay with us, everyone. Today's edition of RM World Travel will be right back, and you can always stay connected with the program at rmworldtravel.com. North America's longest-running tour operator, Colette, well, they've been taking travelers around the world since 1918. This family-owned company offers tours across all seven continents with expertly planned trips that blend must-see sites with ample free time in their destinations. All tours include a tour manager, terrific accommodations, great meals, transportation, and more. In short, they take care of all the details for you, making Colette a travel company you can trust. Visit Colette.com for more info and to book all the exciting travel adventures, or you know what to do, folks. Just go to rmworldtravel.com, look under sponsors, you'll find a direct link. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why we say you should check out LinkedIn Jobs. They can find the right people for your team faster and for free. Yes, you can post your jobs for free at linkedin.com slash carry. Once again, that's linkedin.com slash carry to post your job for free. Or as always, you can find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Terms and conditions will apply. To connect with the program anytime, visit us online at rmworldtravel.com. Sometimes we all need a vacation. 
A celebration to bring us together now. America's number one travel radio show. Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. Welcome back. This segment of the program is sponsored by the 24-7 Burglar Busting Protection. All simplysafe.com slash carry. When an intruder threatens your home or small business, every second counts, which is why we want you to know about the latest Simply Safe innovation called 24-7 Live Guard Protection. It's made possible by their new Smart Alarm Wireless Indoor Camera. Now, with a fast protect monitoring plan, if an intruder breaks into your place, their monitoring agents can actually see, speak to, and deter them through the camera, warning them that they're being recorded and that police are on their way. It's a game changer. 24-7 live guard protection and the new smart alarm indoor camera work seamlessly as part of the entire security system. Keep your whole place safe from break-ins, fires, flooding, and more. Get 20% off. 20% off any system when you sign up for the Fast Protect Monitoring Service at simplysafe.com, excuse me, simplysafe.com slash carry. Or as always, you can find a direct link by going to rmworldtravel.com and looking under sponsors. Well, you've undoubtedly heard of the Pony Express, the way mail was delivered in the 1860s by riders on horseback in some of the most desolate parts of the Western uh, United States. But there are a lot of things you may not know about that elite operation, but I hope to Stuff segment may tempt you to learn more if you read The Last Ride of the Pony Express, My 2,000-Mile Horseback Journey into the Old West. It's a new book by a cowboy and journalist named Will Grant, and he joins me now. Will, your first book. Congratulations. Well, thank you very much. I'm glad that it's a book now and no longer just an idea. Okay, let's quickly establish your cowboy credentials, since I don't think I've ever introduced anybody in the many years I've been doing this radio show with that particular moniker. Well, I would say that uh, my biggest credential is that after I finished college, I graduated with a degree in natural resources and immediately started training horses. And I apprenticed under a master horseman and basically spent every hour of every day on horseback that I could possibly figure out. (laughs) All right. The credentials are established. Now, uh, you note in your book, and you know better than I do, there have been a number of books on the Pony Express, but you're the first writer to actually ride the official route from Missouri to California. Tell us about the experience, what ground it covered, and how long it took you versus how long it would take a Pony Express rider or riders to make that same route. In 1860, when the Pony Express launched, the, the, it was a mail service between the Missouri River and Sacramento, California, and it took them 10 days to deliver the mail. I rode the trail with two horses, and it took me 142 days, so that's five months of riding. And so we were going at a very slow pace. <laughs> And it basically, in short, the trail travels through the northeast corner of Kansas, across the breadth of Nebraska, across Wyoming, into Salt Lake City, Utah, across Utah and Nevada, into California, goes over the Sierra Nevada mountains in the vicinity of Reno, down into Sacramento. Well, one reason it took you that long is because you were going slowly, because your book is not just about that ride. It's about it's about what you experienced on that ride in today's America, which is to say, you know, I mean, Salt Lake City is a couple million people now. It wasn't then. It was just a little little religious town. Um, uh, and you, you cover all kinds of issues involving uh, loss of family farms, the use of the land, the history of the places you're at. 
so I want to explain to readers, uh, and also the, the Pony Express guys who, who took 10 days, they were handing off uh, at regular intervals with, to new riders and new horses. But it was still a dangerous business, wasn't it? It was a dangerous business. That's right. Anytime you're moving fast on horseback, there's the potential for something to go wrong. So it was definitely dangerous for them. That's right. You had a little danger yourself. A little danger. That's right. There's it, like anytime you're around horses, it's dangerous. But probably the most threatening thing was uh, the presence of wild horses in Utah and Nevada because wild horses are prone to harassing domestic horses. And so for me to be out in these very empty desert locations with my two horses, Chicken Fry and Badger, and have the wild horses harassing me was a little bit sketchy at times. <laughs> I gather that I had no idea wild horses had any interest in uh, even hurting your, your, any uh, domesticated horses. But you open your book that way. It's a great dramatic opening. I was surprised to learn the Pony Express only operated for 18 months. Given that everybody knows about it, I thought it went on for years. I mean, what a what a feat of branding, you know, they they everybody knows about the Pony Express. It's a very self-explanatory phrase. People know that they carried the mail on horseback. But that's right. It was so expensive and it was so difficult to maintain that it it didn't quite operate for a full 19 months. So it was really a flash in the pan in the development of the Western United States. I like your line, and I'm quoting from your book, The Pony Express was the greatest display of American horsemanship to ever color the pages of a history book, based on its mileage, number of horses, and rapid execution. Very fat. We only got 10 seconds left, but I want to say, what are the ads that apparently solicited riders said, orphans are preferred? That, I think, speaks to the danger possible, right? That's exactly right, because if they had orphans, then there would be no next of kin to notify, theoretically. Well, that certainly speaks to the danger that uh, those riders faced in those days. The book is called The Last Ride of the Pony Express, My 2,000-Mile Horseback Journey into the Old West. The author is Will Grant. Pick it up, and you can find more information about him. If you go to Instagram, his moniker is at Will Grant of the West, all one word, at Will Grant of the West. Will, thanks for being with us today. We'll be right back. Connect with America's number one travel radio show as we cover everything and anything in the world of travel by following us at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back. What's holding you back from learning the language you've always wanted to know? Too hard. Takes too long. Not with Babbel. Babbel's lessons take just 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes isn't long. Nope. And they're fun. Fun isn't hard. Right. Babbel's interactive lessons, podcasts, games, and more make it fun and engaging. So you don't realize you're learning a language, but you are. And Babbel's lessons are built around real life. You can choose from topics like travel, business, relationships, and more. You'll learn what matters most to you. Plus, Babbel's lessons are designed to get you speaking right away. In three weeks, you're able to start having conversations. Just three weeks? Even better. Since Babbel's lessons are designed by language experts and voiced by real native speakers, you'll get the accents just right and be able to carry on conversations with confidence. Learning a language with Babbel doesn't take long. And with Babbel, it isn't hard. It's It's perfect. perfect. And now, try Babbel free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Switch to Boost Mobile and get the ultra-smooth, ultra-powerful iPhone 11 for $49.99. He didn't start up. See every angle with dual cameras. Make it a double. 
all on America's largest 5G networks. Large and in charge, baby. Get with the power of Boost and get the iPhone 11 for $49.99. That's half a Benjamin. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. ID verification required. New customers only at one per line. Additional restrictions apply. See BoostMobile.com for details. Did you know that feeling sluggish or weighed down could be signs that your digestive system isn't working at its best? But taking Metamucil every day can help. Metamucil supports your daily digestive health using a special plant-based fiber called psyllium. Psyllium works by forming a gel in your digestive system to trap and remove the waste that weighs you down. Metamucil's gelling action also helps to promote heart health and slows down sugar absorption to promote healthy blood sugar levels. Start feeling lighter and more energetic by taking Metamucil every day. Wake up, people. You are optimizing every waking hour of your life. From carpooling kids to work to friends and everything in between, you have to get sleep and a bed that can perform as well as you do. Meet the next generation Sleep Number Smart Bed. It effortlessly adjusts to your shape, position, and movements, learning how you sleep so you learn to sleep better night after night. Sleep next level, only from Sleep Number. The Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is now only $8.99, plus free home delivery when you add an adjustable base. Ends 4th of July. North America's longest-running tour operator, Colette, well, they've been taking travelers around the world since 1918. This family-owned company offers tours across all seven continents with expertly planned trips that blend must-see sites with ample free time in their destinations. All tours include a tour manager, terrific accommodations, great meals, transportation, and more. In short, they take care of all the details for you, making Colette a travel company you can trust. Visit Colette.com for more info and to book all the exciting travel adventures, or you know what to do, folks. Just go to rmworldtravel.com, look under sponsors, you'll find a direct link. participate in the program, log on anytime to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. As we move right along in this hour two of the show, we are up to the iBlock, and for these six minutes, well, it's all about listener emails. This portion of the program is sponsored by MyPillow.com slash carry. Upgrade your bed sheets to experience the same level of comfort and quality that you're going to find in a luxury hotel, because the Giza sheets right now are as low as $29.98, and they've also just added kitchen towels with an introductory offer of 25% off. Plus, you can't go wrong by starting your day with their delicious My Coffee for 50% off. No, you can't. 50% <laughs> off, that's for sure. The MyPillow 20th anniversary sale is also going on with the lowest prices on my pillows in the company's history. Queens are just nineteen ninety eight. Kings ten dollars more. It's a fifty dollars savings. So go to mypillow.com slash carry for all of our show savings. You'll also find a link to all the deals at rmworldtravel.com. Just look under sponsors. All right, first up is Mandy who listens in Jackson, Mississippi. That will be through our affiliate Super Talk FM ninety seven point three WFMN or AM ten eighty and FM ninety six point nine WJNT radio. Mandy's asking, my family had plans to visit SeaWorld in Texas in mid July, but with the extreme heat occurring there we decided to cancel. I thought getting a refund for our tickets would be easy, but it's turned into a nightmare. Is there any way to get a refund for the five tickets we bought for our family and the four others we bought for friends who were going to be going with us? Mandy, I'm sorry you experienced that. Uh, we Listen, we do all we can to stay up on the various facets of the travel world, and I mean all sectors, but something like individual theme park policies isn't always possible, as I'm sure you can appreciate. But 
we did ask our travel producer, Kayla, to call SeaWorld for you to get the skinny on this. I'd like to think common sense would prevail in certain situations, like if it's 105 or 110 degrees, Mary. You know, maybe being out in a mm-hmm. hot theme park is not a wise idea. But SeaWorld, it's a business. They're out to make a profit. The representative that Kayla spoke with shared that unless the park closes, you will not get a refund. But in certain circumstances, you can reschedule for a future date. So I'm not sure if that's something you can or want to do, Mandy. But one caveat, I will say, if you do decide to delay for to a future date and the prices go up, you're also going to have to pay the difference in the price. Yeah, not my idea of a good time on a really hot day over 100 degrees, a theme park. But some good news, if you go decide to go back, uh, at least for SeaWorld in San Antonio, the representative did say that if you or somebody in your family felt it was too hot um, and you wanted to leave, depending on the time of the day, you obviously can't spend the day or be there for more than a few hours and then decide to make this decision. But if you go to guest services and you explain, I'm sure it's case by case, but they may give you a ticket for another day. Um, and again, if the park closes for any reason, and we, I guess we can include extreme heat, although a lot of parks These stayed days, open, yeah, yeah. then you can get a refund. But most of the time, they're going to push you to reschedule. Yeah, they will. So, uh, that, well, listen, Mandy, that may not be the answer you were seeking. We did get you an answer nonetheless. We appreciate you sending in your situation to us. By the way, I'd also point out this is another example where Travel Guard travel insurance would help, especially the more expensive CFAR or cancel for any reason option. All right, email number two is from Brooklyn, who listens in Chicago. She connects with the show each week via our tunein.com live stream channel that's on our website. Brooklyn is asking, I booked a three-night stay for my husband, two kids, and me at an all-inclusive resort through booking.com. When we arrived, we were told the pool, arcade, and kids club would all be closed. I want a refund, but can't seem to get one from the property or booking.com. Is it even possible? Mary, listen, today's emails, there's a theme, refunds. Yeah, but I got to say, that is not what you want to hear when you check into an all-inclusive <laughs> that the hey. pool and the kids club <laughs> and, and the arcade, arcade are huh? closed. So first of all, right off the bat, I would have asked for the property's general manager, not the front desk manager, the general manager before leaving. Even if you booked via third party with booking.com, it would have been a good idea to start there. Maybe they could have offered you something like waiving the resort fee which I think is completely reasonable in that situation or giving you free parking or maybe, you know, pulled out some tickets to something nearby, like a nearby attraction or event. Um, I'm guessing you probably saw a great rate and booked a non-refundable room. For stays like that, it will be difficult for you to get a refund from booking.com or any third-party booking site for that matter, which is why we generally recommend booking directly with the hotel. Even if you see the rate on booking.com or any other website that you use, um, still call the property and talk to someone at that location, not a call center. They'll probably honor it for you if you book directly with them. It saves them money since they don't have to pay a commission. And by booking direct, they may have told you what you'd be encountering there. That brings up a good point, though. Sometimes when you book directly, it's good to ask if there are any amenities that will be under renovation. Well, and, and that's by talking to yeah. somebody. So I agree, yeah. Mary, with everything you just said. You know, most of these OTAs, they do have 24 guest service support. You know, you should call them immediately if something is out of whack, like mm-hmm. what, you know, what Brooklyn just shared. Or, right. you know, anytime you encounter something that's clearly different than what was listed. Uh, the OTAs also have a reputation of being slow to offer any refund or compensation unless it's completely an egregious situation. Brooklyn, I don't know why they were closed. Was it renovations, maintenance, related to staffing problems? I mean, these all factor in. So we are sorry that you encountered this situation, but hopefully you were still able to find a way somehow uh, to enjoy the time there with your family. Thank you very much for the email today. And with that, uh, we're not going to get to the third email today, Mary. We'll hold that for another week. Folks, if any of you out there have a travel question, travel comment, maybe it's a show comment, send them our way anytime at rmworldtravel.com slash contact. Up next for the J Block, it's the Museum Gallery, which means there's one more segment to go in today's broadcast, and we're going to be taking you to the Natural History Museum of Utah. This is RM World Travel, proud to be America's number one travel radio show, folks. Really enjoy being here with you each week. We're back in three minutes. Don't go anywhere.
Join the travel duo and team by accessing the show anytime, anywhere at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back. Stay connected with us anytime, anywhere at rmworldtravel.com. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. From emails now to Utah is where we're headed, but first we're sponsored by HelloFresh.com slash carry. Think there's no time to cook these days? Well, think again and think HelloFresh.com slash carry. This service delivers everything you need to whip up delicious meals right to your door, complete with pre-portioned ingredients and foolproof step-by-step instructions. With 40 options to choose from each week, you'll always find recipes that suit your lifestyle and your schedule, including fast and fresh recipes ready in just 15 minutes or less and some are entertaining as a cinch with mouth-watering selections from HelloFresh Market like a crowd-pleasing backyard bratwurst bar or the tangy key lime pies. You can even skip an extra grocery store trip and choose from 100 sides, snacks and more all delivered with your order. Sign up now, save 50% plus free shipping with code CARRY at HelloFresh.com slash CARRY or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Alright, set in the foothills of Salt Lake City is the Natural History Museum of Utah. Artifacts from the remarkable natural landscape of the state are on full display here with gems, minerals, and all kinds of objects dating back to Utah's prehistoric times. Joining us with details for today's museum gallery is their director, Jason Cryan. Welcome to the show, Jason. Hey, thanks so much for asking me to be part of this. Well, really happy to have you here with us this morning. I want to start with you giving us an overview of your museum, and even the building itself, architecturally, it looks very interesting. It is indeed. So the Natural History Museum of Utah is just a landmark building here in Salt Lake City. We're on the University of Utah campus uh, on the Research Park uh, part of the campus. The building itself is a gorgeous, gorgeous museum building. It's called the Rio Tinto Center, and it was designed by Enead Architects out of New York to reflect the major geological formations of Utah. So we've got uh, in our grand entrance, for example, the, what we call the canyon, we have uneven walls and we have land bridges and natural arches that, that span the, this uh, amazing uh, space. It, it's just a building that's filled with intentionality and reflection of, of what Utah is. Jason, like many natural history museums, you've got billions of years of natural history on display, but much of what you have showcased looks like it's representative of Utah's past. So talk with us about some of the special items or artifacts that are that you kind of want to highlight that are part of the state's own unique history. Sure. So we have several permanent galleries here at the museum that highlight scientific concepts from a Utah standpoint, if you will. So the, they cover topics like paleontology, of which Utah is just absolutely, you know, world-class uh, paleontological site. Um, geology, ecology, evolution, indigenous cultures, we, um, we highlight not only natural history, but also cultural history here. Uh, we are known for, particularly for the dinosaur uh, exhibits, our paleontological exhibits. Uh, our past world gallery has some really signature pieces like the uh, what we call the Ceratopsian wall, which is a wall filled with horned dinosaur skulls showing the diversity and evolution of these of these animals. Um, there are some really amazing galleries, exhibits, and, and artifacts here at this museum. You know, since we are reaching you today in Utah and the Salt Lake City area, where the show, frankly, is being heard right now on AM 1230KJJC Radio, I'm really glad to see that you have an exhibit on the famous Great Salt Lake. So talk a little bit about that for everyone that's tuned in around the country. Yeah, indeed. We, our Great Salt Lake Gallery is another intentional part of this building design. You can, in the gallery, not only uh, learn about the, the physical aspects of the Great Salt Lake, the ecological and biological aspects of the, of the body of water, and then you can look right up the window and see it. So it's, it really connects the, um, the built environment with the natural environment and education in a, in a really unique and exciting way. 
So you mentioned the geology collection. I do want to touch on that because we don't get a chance to talk about that a lot in museum galleries. I think rocks, I love rocks. I think they're always a hit at natural history museums, particularly the rare ones that we can't find (laughs) where we live. Um, Is there anything unique, any unique gem or mineral on display that you want to kind of shout out right now for our listeners to entice them to visit? Sure. We have, yeah, we have a beautiful red barrel uh, specimen on on display in our mineralogy gallery. It's, uh, It's really quite stunning. We have a whole set of specimens that are uh, show the, the mineralogical and geological diversity of Utah and beyond. A lot of things from outside of the state as well that just uh, they're jaw dropping. They're beautiful. Hmm. Very interesting to, ha- to it have looks all of expansive, that. In place. Yeah. All right. So since we are a travel show, I know you. In addition to the permit exhibits you have, you also have traveling exhibits, right? So that people definitely have to come from various areas to see that. What's happening right now, Jason? Give us an idea, or maybe something that could be coming up in the fall for people listening and perhaps they want to plan a trip. Yeah, absolutely. So we host uh, typically two immersive special exhibitions each year. Currently, we have an exhibition about animal conservation stories. It's called Wild World Stories of Conservation and Hope. Not only do we have stories of animal conservation, but we actually have live animals in the museum, which is kind of an unusual thing for us. I wouldn't expect that. We're we're very excited about that. Uh, And that'll be with us through the fall. Uh, and then right after that, in the fall, we'll install a, uh, an exhibit about um, Jane Goodall called Becoming Jane. So we're excited to continue the stories of conservation and animal ecology and, and conservation with uh, with that exhibit, of course. And will that exhibit run through 2024? That's correct. That'll okay. uh, go through the spring of 2024. Okay. okay, great. Well, folks, listen, if you are interested, you're going to be in the Salt Lake City area. Again, we have stations there in the area. For more information or to plan your own visit, the website I'm going to give to you right now is just nhmu.utah.edu. All right, so uh, Jason, very nice to connect with you today. We really appreciate it, we, and we hope you have a good weekend, okay? Hey, well, thanks so much, and, and we'd just like to, to plug the museum as a great place to launch your Utah uh, exploration adventure. It really is a, a wonderful place to introduce people to the culture the, and the nature of Utah. Well, you just did that, so thank you. Enjoy the weekend. Thanks, Jason. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Well, there goes Jason. Again, one more time, nhmu.utah.edu. And that is how we are going to end today's show in Utah. And now we're going to start to turn our attention to next week's show, as well as the Monday through Friday daily travel commentaries that run on the majority of our affiliates nationwide. Until next Saturday, August 12th at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, just before Mary and I leave again for the next big Let's Go America tour, this time in Charleston, South Carolina. Special thanks to all of our guests who appeared on the show today with Mary and me and Rudy. Thanks to our show team, our network affiliates, and our sponsors. And thanks to all of you out there who help make what we do America's number one travel radio show. Wherever you may be headed, safe travels and enjoy. You've been listening to award-winning RM World Travel, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.